Hello, I'm Laurie Seletnik, Editor-in-Chief of the AORN Journal, and I want to share a few highlights from the April 2021 issue. This month's issue features a special focus on staff safety and offers a total of 4.0 CEs to assist in meeting your certification needs. In the article, Just Culture, the Foundation of Staff Safety in the Perioperative Environment, the authors discuss how, as healthcare organizations implement measures to provide safe environments for perioperative team members, organizational leaders must pivot away from antiquated mindsets and responses and other hierarchical models of leadership. Foundational to creating and fostering safe environments is providing an atmosphere in which staff members, regardless of their role, are empowered to speak up for safety. This article defines a just culture explores the critical elements of a just culture, including psychological safety, leader and staff member responsibilities, and staff member empowerment, and provides tools and resources that may be beneficial for leaders who are creating a just culture for staff safety in the perioperative setting. In the article, Ergonomic Challenges in the Perioperative Setting, the authors explore how the perioperative setting places unique physical demands on its workers. Perioperative personnel are responsible for a variety of physical tasks, including moving and positioning patients, holding extremities, and moving equipment and supplies. As the nursing workforce ages, the physical demands of the perioperative environment may affect the development of musculoskeletal disorders in older nurses. The purpose of this article is to review published research and describe the ergonomic challenges of working in the OR. This article also provides some recommendations for perioperative staff members and leaders that may assist them with creating and maintaining a healthy and safe work environment. In the article, The Effects of Flow Disruptions on RN Circulators, the authors examine how flow disruptions, deviations that threaten the safe and efficient flow of surgery, may contribute to the occurrence of errors and negatively affect safety for patients and healthcare providers. To explore the effects of flow disruptions on the RN circulator, doctoral level human factors students observed 24 cardiac surgery procedures and recorded the types and durations of disruptions. They used a human factors taxonomy to classify the flow disruptions. Interruptions were most prevalent, followed by coordination issues and communication breakdowns. Layout and equipment and usability issues accounted for the remainder of disruptions. Perioperative leaders should work with staff members to minimize workflow disruptions and provide support for identifying and documenting flow disruptions. In the article, Perioperative Care of Patients Diagnosed with Twin-to-Twin Transfusion Syndrome Undergoing Laparoscopic-Assisted Fetoscopic Placental Laser Photocoagulation, the authors examined Twin-to-Twin Transfusion Syndrome, a condition that results in unbalanced blood flow between two fetuses. Depending on the severity of TTTS, laser ablation of placental anastomoses may be the most effective treatment. The preferred treatment method requires percutaneous entry to the uterus, however some patient circumstances require a laparoscopic assisted procedure. During the preoperative appointments, clinicians assess the condition of the fetuses and patients may participate in genetic counseling. 
Intraoperative care involves an interdisciplinary team that may include a pediatric general surgeon, maternal fetal medicine specialists, an RN circulator, a scrub person, and an anesthesia professional. Perioperative nurses should have knowledge of the pathophysiology of TTTS, including its natural progression. They also should understand preoperative and intraoperative patient care requirements to provide safe and effective care for patients undergoing laparoscopic-assisted fetoscopic placental laser photocoagulation procedures. The periop briefing section of the April issue includes a lead feature article on supporting the mental health of nurses, a guideline first look article on the guideline for preoperative skin antisepsis, a Solutions at Work article on improving knowledge of an infection prevention bundle using adult learning education, and a Skin Prep at a Glance article on preoperative preparation. We hope that you enjoy reading and learning from this month's articles in the AORN Journal. Please continue to share with us how you're translating research into your practice and implementing innovative practices. Contact us if you're interested in writing or peer reviewing for the AORN Journal.